Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Hey, it's Matt Leon. Got some bonus one-on-one content for you. Had the chance to speak with Westchester University swimmer Logan Brockway. Now, last Thursday, February 17th, he was in York, Pennsylvania for the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference Championships. And in the middle of an intense day of swimming, he went to lunch, ended up saving a woman's life. Quite a story. Here's our conversation with all the details. So first of all, Logan, kind of take me through the day what was on your mind, you know, from a swimming standpoint? What was uh, what was on the menu for that day uh, coming into it? Sure. Um, I think uh, to start the morning off, we were just worried about getting through prelims. And um, that day in the, the prelims, I had the 400 IM. Um, so came in, warmed up, um, swam the prelim and was happy with my prelim swim. Um, and then in between prelims and finals, we had been going to the York Galleria Mall and um, getting lunch there in between sessions. So that was all normal. That's what we did that day, too. Um, and my, my teammate, Stephen Dow, we sat down. He noticed um, the woman choking um, and said, hey, I think that woman's in trouble. I think she's choking. So we hopped up and we walked over um, and, the, and the guy over there was he, he seemed a little uh, hesitant. You know, he didn't exactly know what to do. So, again, my teammate Dow kind of spoke up and, and was like, Logan's a lifeguard. He can help. So I stepped in and started giving her the Heimlich and started trying to give her um, assistance. So um, kind of just right place at the right time. I was just happy to help. How long did you have to perform the Heimlich before you got the obstruction out? Um, it was probably four or five minutes total before um, paramedics arrived and and they were able to take over. So by the time they got there, she was able to breathe. Um, you know, she was still struggling a little bit. I think she was shocked and, but she was able to cough and breathe. And that was a good sign. How long have you been a lifeguard? Probably since I was 16. So quite a while now I, I felt comfortable, you know, stepping in. It was a little scary, but I never had to do it before, but I, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, that was my next question. Was this the first time you'd ever been in all your years of lifeguarding put yeah. in a situation like this? Yeah, thankfully, yes. Um, obviously, you know, you don't you don't want to have to do it. But um, all the training that we do, you know, over the years through the Red Cross and here at Westchester with my my coaches, um, you know, I was prepared and I, I felt confident that I could help her. Uh, you mentioned the paramedics came. Do you know, is she fine now? She was. Yeah, she didn't have to go with them. Um which is good. You know, she was okay. And she walked away from the situation completely fine. So we were really happy about that too. Were you able to talk with her at all? She is no. she just, you know, we just kind of went about our days. We made sure once the paramedics were there, you know, she was okay. And, and once they left, but you know, no words were exchanged. We just kind of went about our day and, and that was that. So you still had to swim in the afternoon, right? right. So you're very matter of fact about this, but was it hard? Cause that's intense. And was it hard to get into the, the mind space to compete? Um, I, it, it wasn't, um, in the moment and I don't know, that might seem kind of surprising, but I think just cause, you know, 
we do such a good job. Our team does such a good job at just kind of taking each step, you know, step by step. And um, our, our coach uses the phrase put in the movie tape. So you're just going from one tape to the next to the next. Um, so once that happened, we knew she was okay. I think you know, I just kind of had to put it behind me and start thinking about, you know, getting ready for finals and, and racing again that night. So um, with that, you know, um, you know, I, I felt fine going into the final session. And you ended up winning, right? Yeah, we, we won the relays that night and uh, won the 400 IM. So we were really, we were really happy with the result that night. Does it, I mean, as we're talking, you're uh, about a week removed from this. Does it, is there a, any surrealness to it, you know, that you, you saved a life and then, oh, by the way, helped win a swimming type? Like, <laughs> that's a lot for one day. It, it was. I mean, um, you know, I was just so happy uh, we were there to help her um, and that she's okay. Um, and we were so happy with the meet and how the team did. And, you know, I was so proud of how my teammates swam all season long. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been a crazy week. But um, overall, I'm just happy that I was there to help her. You mentioned being a lifeguard. Is the Heimlich, is that standard operating procedure part of the training? Yeah, that's definitely one of the first things you learn through the Red Cross training. And that's something that um, now that I've had the opportunity to help with teaching those classes, you know, I'm familiar with it. And, you know, I'm. I'm lucky I get to teach, you know, people who, who want to become lifeguards that um, technique and, and a number of other techniques. So, yeah, it's definitely standard. Where do you lifeguard? Uh, just, here or- at, just here at Westchester um, on campus. Um, we do the swim lesson program here at Westchester. Um, so anybody who's who's there needs to be lifeguard certified. And so you know, if you're not in teaching lessons, you're out lifeguarding or helping that way. So that's mainly where I lifeguard now. In the past, I've, I've been just like a full-blown lifeguard at, at uh, pools in, in York, Pennsylvania. So, um, yeah, I've been doing it a long time. And I just want to go back to you and your your teammate. Like, there were no words exchanged with the, the woman you were able to help. But, like, you guys get in on the bus or get in the car. Was there a moment where you kind of looked at each other or were like, Oh my God. Yeah. I think kind of just right after the fact, just like, Holy crap, you know, what, what just happened, you know? And then, you know, it was like a little weird transition, like, all right, now, like, do we go back to eating or like what? So, but yeah, I mean, it is kind of hitting now just a little bit, just, you know, I I was just really happy to be there and help her. Thanks for listening to this bonus one-on-one interview with Logan Brockway, and thanks to him for taking the time to talk. You can follow the show on Twitter at one-on-one pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks for listening.